Hi guys, welcome to episode 10 of Coffee, Cake, and Kegels. Tonight's episode is about social media. Um, Before I get into tonight's episode, I wanted to let you guys know that I will be recording the meditation episode. Um, I know if we, we need it more than ever. So, um, I will be doing that for you this month also. I hope everyone had a really safe and fun Halloween. Um, I really do hope that if you were able to get out your, you know, where you live, your neighborhoods and towns you live in did celebrate, um, I know for us um, here in New Jersey, our neighborhood was amazing at, you know, social distancing, giving out the candy, but also just coming together as a community. And it was so nice to see, you know, in light of COVID and just the past, basically, I guess, eight months, right? I can't believe it's going to be like a year in March and we're in November. That's wild. But anyway, um... Yeah, so I wanted to talk about social media and the emotional and mental effects it has. Um, Of course, there'll be some on the surface stuff that I'm going to talk about. So, you know, um, so so here's my issue. Recently, I deleted the Facebook app. Now, let me explain why I deleted the app. And not Facebook itself. So literally for the past, like, I would say probably eight months um, since COVID, since all of this has been going on, all this negativity, um, I wanted to delete my Facebook, right? Or deactivate, whatever you call it. However, 10 years ago, my childhood friend, she asked me to create a Facebook because we were, she was planning a, our, you know, our high school reunion. And she basically said, you know, I need you to create a Facebook and friend some people from high school that, you know, you kind of were friendly with or whatever, because I wasn't in the same circle as you. And if we combine, you know, our efforts, we'll reach more classmates to, you know, have our reunion. So obviously I was against it, but I did it. And, you know that was the purpose and obviously it morphed into a beast. However, that account was linked to an old email address that I, I mean, I couldn't even remember the actual address because you know how they like star it out. I don't even remember the address. Um, and also my phone is enabled for SMS messaging, but every time I try to change my password, no message comes through from Facebook. So I have not been able to delete or deactivate my Facebook. So I decided the next best thing is to delete the app itself, especially after watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix. I highly recommend it. It really was an eye-opening documentary-ish, but there was like actors in it. So um, I don't know what you call that, a docudrama maybe? But, um, yeah, I just, it was eye-opening. And I'm like, I cannot be on something this 
I don't know. I mean, not to sound, say this word and sound like I'm like losing my mind a little bit, but evil. I know that might sound harsh, but I don't think any good has come out of social media, really. Um, okay, maybe connecting with family, people finding long lost loved ones and, you know, things of that nature. But at the end of the day, um, it's really creating more um more division in my eyes anyway. Um, and the negativity. And I just, I personally feel like I don't post anything negative, um, or harmful. I'm, you know, like, yes, when, you know, like I might post something informative, but I try to always think before I post, is this going to be helpful? Is this harmful? You know, things of that nature. And I just feel like, Um, not everybody is that way when they post and that's fine. You know, that's okay. No one owes us anything. However, you know, it took me a while to be able to say, I have a choice in what I want to see and what I don't want to see. Um, so I will not put up with hate speech. Um, I will not put up with, uh, people posting things that are, just not on the level of kindness, quite honestly, whether they, you know, like, you know, even, even if, you know, we agree with something, if we're on the same, you know, we have the same ideology, but they post something always, they're always saying negative things, whatever. I don't, I don't have to see that. I, you know, I'm choosing not to. So, um, you know, this time around was not, it wasn't hard for me to just be like, you're muted, you're muted, you're muted on Instagram. However, um, a couple, like a couple of years ago, I had to go through this process when it came down to, um, basically when I was, you know, like the, my uh, disordered eating was really kicking up a lot. I had to learn to delete or ooh, that was just something strange sound. Um, or I had to delete people who were, you know, like obsessively working out, posting their meals, things of that nature. I could not continue to follow them for my own mental health, um, which was difficult for me to do then because all these emotions kicked up like, oh my God, but they're such a nice person. You know, like I know, like I knew that, you know, knowing, knowing some people on a personal level and then you're like, but I can't follow you or I have to, you know, well, they, I don't even think they had the mute then on Instagram, but I'm just saying in general, you know, like I have to, I can't follow you or I have to delete you because what you post to me is triggering, you know, it was really hard for me then, but now I'm like, hell no, my mental health is worth more than what you have to say. Because at the end of the day, I always say it, opinions are like buttholes. Everyone's got one. And, uh, you know, I don't have to be privy to it. So that's it. Um, But anyway, you know, social media really gave us like a platform to speak our minds, spread our ideas, express our opinions and share way too much of our lives, way too much. And for what exactly? 
You know, I think of all the people who post that they're on vacation and their homes are getting broken into. You know, I mean, that did happen actually um, a few times. Not to me, obviously, but um, news, you know, news stories have reported things like that happening. And um, it's really crazy, right? We divulge way too much information on social media sometimes. Like, no one needs to know. I remember years ago, um, somebody that was, I followed on social media literally posted every, every, every part of their day, you know, like from their morning cup of coffee to their lunch, to their snack, to, you know, picking their kids up from school. I mean, come on. And, um, of course I was not in the phase of working on my, myself, (laughs) I wasn't doing my inner work as I use air quotes that you can't see. Um, so I made an obnoxious post, you know, uh, basically poking fun at anyone who posts things like that. I was, you know what? I was an asshole. I'm just saying it out loud and whatever, but my post was kind of funny because I posted, you know, um, like 8am got a cup of coffee, um, you know, 8.15am have to poop, coffee kicked in, you know, 9am had oatmeal, you know, so I just did like this whole thing and (coughs) a lot of people, excuse me, thought it was funny and um, some people really didn't. Had to take a sip of my water there. Of course, my throat gets scratchy when I am always recording, always, without fail. Um, So what are we really doing when we devote our lives to social media? You know, and I want to cringe every time I get that weekly report uh, on my phone and it tells me how much time I spent on it. God help me. God help me. I want to die every time I see it because when I was out of surgery that first week, it was seven hours a day. Excuse me while I cough. Seven hours. Seven hours, guys. I can't believe it. Seven hours a day. I was like ashamed of myself. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a degenerate. But anyway, um, it really made me think like that's seven hours I lost communicating with my family <clears throat> in person. That, <laughs> you know, that's seven hours of conversations never to be had. Like you don't get that time back. Seven hours I could have been reading, journaling, meditating, adult coloring. I could have been doing something else and I wasn't. So at some point we have to step back and ask ourselves, is this harmful or helpful? I think we know the answer to it, but we're so afraid to say. So what are some of the disadvantages of social media? One disadvantage I really notice, and you're going to probably hate me for saying this because it's the truth and I'm sorry, but you know, I'm all about a dose of reality. So social media does not provide an emotional connection. It doesn't. I don't, I don't care what anyone says unless you count maybe the new I care emoji as an emotional connection, but let's get real. Do we really care? Do we really care? When you see someone lost a, lost a loved one and you say, I'm sorry for your loss. Do you really care? 
Do you check in on that person a week down the road privately and say, how are you holding up? How's everything going? Do you need anything? How can I help you through this? Are you? I mean, listen, I'm guilty, guys. I am not saying I am perfect. I am not. But these are the things we need to really think about, right? Just saying, I'm sorry for your loss and scrolling up. Is that really enough? You know, like, uh, it's, it, no. Or the person who posts about their hardships, you know, um, and they have a GoFundMe. Are we donating? I mean, maybe you don't have the finances to donate. And that's okay too. But then again, are you inboxing and saying, I don't have the money to help, but is there anything else I can do? Are we? See, I'm making you think. I know I am. Even though I can't see you and I can't hear you, I know I'm making you think a little bit. I know I am. Or what about the people venting about their problems, right? That person who posts a long, long, long post all about, I don't know, her failed marriage or whatever the heck it is, right? Are we eye-rolling and scrolling? Or are we saying, I'm really sorry, what can I do to help? Are we? (laughs) I don't mean to laugh as I'm saying it. I'm just laughing at my tone when I say, are we? But are we? Hmm. Makes you think, right? And I'm going to prove to you how much we truly don't care. And you're going to hate me for this. And I'm sorry if you do. But whatever. How many times do you write LOL and you're not even laughing? See? Proved it. It's inauthentic feelings inauthentic. And I'm not saying you're wrong because I've done it too. I've done it thousands of times. Social media also gives people the green light to hurt other people. This really, really bothers me. Um, you know, what do people call those, those kinds of people? Uh, keystroke cowboys, right? People who just say whatever they want no repercussions. They're sitting safely behind a keyboard. Um, so it's totally cool to hurt another human being. <clears throat> Again, right? Inauthentic feelings. Just, just look at what's going on in light of the election, right? The name calling. Both sides. Both sides. The defriending over politics. People actually starting fights with strangers over Two human beings who, guess what, you don't even know personally. You don't even know them. But yet, we, I've seen people talk about like as if they know them personally. I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded. <laughs> I mean, think of the logic, you know? And the hate speech. The hate speech. Wishing death on people? Wishing death on someone you don't even know. That's bad, bad karma. Just, just saying, you know, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. It's insane to me what really goes on, but you know, then again, what do I know? I'm just human. 
aside from all that, and there's more to the mental health component that I'm going to get to, but I just have to throw this in there. What I really have grown to despise about social media as of recent is how it's censoring people. Now, look, I don't care what side you're on. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat. I don't care what side you're on. But we should all be concerned about censorship um, because it's, it violates, you know, violates, I don't know, an amendment. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy that, you know, all these outlets are shutting people's pages down. Listen, you know, it's insane to me. It's just insane to me. Whether they're speaking truth, lies, whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? Because if I say you smell on my Facebook, that's my, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Someone's going to shut it down on me for that. It's not right. It's just not right. I would never say that about somebody and I would never be hurtful or harmful. However, you get my idea, right? I hope you do. Okay, an opinion is an opinion, right? The weather's beautiful today, and it could really not be, but, you know, hey, you, you're you just happy today. <laughs> the weather's great to you, even though it's a monsoon. You know, that's your opinion. You shouldn't be shut down for it. You shouldn't be shut down for it. And that really, really irks me. So that's that. But anyway, let's get back to the mental health component. So... A couple of years ago, I read a really interesting article in Psychology Today. And if, you know, that's, that is a reputable magazine. Um, In fact, most, you know, most times you will find therapists, you know, subscribe to it. They have, you know, their subscriptions and things like that of that nature and social workers. um, It's reputable and they have really good studies and things like that. So they had an article about selfies. And basically they said how selfies are a sign of mental illness. In fact, social media is associated with personality and brain disorders, period. The more we use social media, it's been proven that it only increases our feelings of inadequacy, dissatisfaction, and isolation. Social media negatively affects our mood and worsens our symptoms of depression and anxiety. And I totally can relate to that, right? I just told you before when I was, you know, going through my disordered eating, it was at the height, you know, of me basically restricting food and binging and over-exercising. <laughs> what was I scrolling through daily? Social media and everyone's posts on how hip, you know, fit they are and healthy and you know, all the fad diets going around. So I totally believe that. But the thing about selfies, right? So I know someone on my Facebook who takes a selfie probably, if not one time a day, at least twice a day. Um, She posts all day long, constant, all day, all day, all day. Um... And the funny thing is, is that she'll post something like, um, you know, picked up my cutie, my cuties from school, her kids or whatever. It'll be like one pic of her kids and then like 20 pics of her while she's waiting for her kids to get out of the school. 
And I'm like, what, why? (laughs) Just, just why? You know, like what, why do we, why do we need this attention? Why do we need it? What are we looking for? You know, and I'm, I'm guilty of going to that dark place myself, you know, like posting a selfie, you know, likes equal value, right? And you know, it's just, I don't know, like equals how worthy you are. And God forbid if someone trolled you and said, you know, you're ugly, you're fat, whatever. I mean, think about how that would affect your mental health. And that's what's happening to teenagers, right? That's what's happening to like 12 year olds who are on Facebook. You know, they're getting trolled by classmates and and things of that nature. Really, really, really terrible, you know? So I, you know what I think what bothers me is the illusion of fantasy versus reality. That's what bothers me the most. Um, you know, like here's a girl and guy, they're posting how happy they are. Oh my God, they're so in love. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, one of them is cheating on each other. You know, that's what gets me about social media. It's, it's like a fantasy. It's, it's not a reality of what goes on in people's lives. You know, um, it's, it's like people need to put on a show and, and divulge every aspect You know, who are we impressing? The 800 fake friends we have? You know, like, who matters? The people who are in your life, who are around you, who are there for you when when shit goes down, are who matters. Those are the people we should be investing our seven hours in, right? Right, the seven hours a day, or whatever, you know, we're on social media. We should be investing in the people who are alive, who are actively in our lives, not just hitting the like button. Um, Psychology Today also released an article on committing to a digital detox, which are periods of, well, digital detoxing, abstinence. So for young people, studies show that social media use is five hours a day. So I guess I'm worse than, I'm worse than young people. Um, so like I said it before, if you watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix, they explain how the rate of suicide, depression, anxiety in teens has increased significantly due to the use of social media. That's crazy. In the last, I want to say, I think it's 10 years. no. Maybe it's 20 years. I don't know. You have to watch. But ever since like Facebook has been created and all that stuff, the decline in mental health has been significant. And that's that's scary. That's really scary. You know, I, I told my son, you're not having a Facebook or an Instagram. And he was like, okay, I really don't want one. You know, which is fine. Because I find like boys are just like, eh, whatever. But my daughter, my daughter already is interested when I'm scrolling through Instagram, she's looking with me or she's like, oh, wait, 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 let me see that. You know, she's so obsessed with, you know, her looks and, you know, wanting to be, I guess, like other girls or women she's, she's seeing, you know, it's, it's really, it's really disturbing to me. Um, so 
that's another reason why I'm like, I have to get, I have to delete Facebook. Well, Facebook app. I have to delete it. I'm like, I can't have my daughter seeing me on this constantly and scrolling and scrolling and and living in like zombie land. I just can't, you know, do this. So, but it's just, it's just crazy. Um, studies also show that occasional users of social media are three times more likely to become depressed. So occasional users, that means obviously they're not using it all the time. Even that is, it's, that's, that's depressing. That is so depressing. You know, it's just so sad to me, but, um, on a positive note, People who limit their social media to only 30 minutes a day have significantly lower depressive and anxiety symptoms. So do you think you could do it? Do you think you can take a challenge where you limit your social media interaction to only 30 minutes a day? I could tell you already today, I blew it. I blew it, you know? Granted, I do use my phone for other things, like I said. So actually, I don't know if I even said that, but I do use my phone for research. I use my phone for, you know, lots of different things. I'm always Googling something or reading about something. So I do use it for other things, but just saying, you know, could we do it? Could we take the challenge? I don't know. Studies also show that people suffer from FOMO. Fear of missing out when they see others use social media. So when they see other people on social media, anxiety creeps in and they feel the need to use it also. Interesting, right? How we're so wired to want to be like other people or to feel like we're really missing out in life. And I'm not going to lie to you, since I've deleted the Facebook app and I feel so cheesy, keep saying that Facebook app, Facebook app. But um, since I deleted it, Um, I have had the urge to re-download it numerous times, numerous times that I have to stop myself. And I'm like, you're not missing out on anything. You're not. Just stop. And obviously, you know, after like 20 minutes, the feeling goes away. By the way, guys, that's like a known thing. So... It takes about 10 to 20 minutes for a craving to subside. Now, usually I would use that as a drug counselor in rehab, but ironically, it works equally as well for wanting to re-download these social media apps. Um, You just need like 10 to 20 minutes of distraction and then the urge goes away until, of course, the next urge. You know what I'm saying? So give it a whirl. Um, but you know, it's crazy because like the neurons in in our brain, like, and over the years, like using social media, we have rewired our own brains to make us addicted and dependent upon social media because it releases chemicals in our brain. You know, likes release dopamine. They make us happy. Ooh, they like us. Yay! 
you know, like really think about that. It's, it's crazy. And what's even crazier is that these creators of these apps, um, they know that they know that and they keep you hooked and they keep you connected. It's like a daily dose of whatever drug you'd be on really, you know, step back and and take a look at that, you know, and rethink your relationship with social media, you know? So, you know, it's just, it's just crazy because at the end of the day, it's like, what are you missing? Do we really need to know that Jane just ate an amazing fucking salad? Really? Come on. Like, we really don't need to know that. What are we doing? What are we doing? So what about physical problems with overusage of social media? Let's see. Well, it causes vision problems from always looking at a screen, headaches, migraines, and lack of movement. So our bodies were meant to move. Let's face it, we need to move for overall health, right? And wellness, our bodies, our minds, they have to be constantly moving and going. That cannot happen if we're on our phones five hours a day. Just can't happen. And we also need human connection for our own mental health, not disconnection. You know, I mean, it's so sad. It really is. I remember when I was a high school teacher and I taught the book Fahrenheit 451. And if you've never read that book, I highly recommend picking it up. They lived in a futuristic society where when you came home, your house spoke to you. And, you know, they had things that we still, we have today. They, you know, their meal was cooked in in like a microwave or, you know, um, the house would regulate its temperature. Think of Google Home, right? Um, And at night, they would go to bed with seashells in their ears that would play soothing music. Earbuds. They had no human connection. It was the bare minimum. And it's a really sad existence. And when I would teach that novel, and granted, when I first taught it, there wasn't, there wasn't Facebook. I mean, it wasn't a thing. At least not for me. And... I didn't have earbuds or anything like, I mean, they didn't have earbuds either, but I felt that this is what the world was coming to when I would read that book. People aren't going to read anymore. You know, people are just going to listen and people are going to get censored um, because books were obviously, um, you weren't allowed to read books in, in that futuristic society because they didn't want you to know the truth. They don't want you to be a free thinker. And like, I'm thinking of everything going on right now with the censoring and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, what happened to the free thinkers? What happened to the people who, you know, maybe turn off the news, turn off the news. Did you ever wonder or think that maybe you're not getting the full story or the real story? You know, um, it's just crazy to me that that book is what basically is happening now. It's like Ray Bradbury knew, you know? He had that vision that he just knew. 
Um, so my question is, would you be willing to try a digital detox? Would you be willing to give it a whirl? Um, you know, will you have more time in your day? Will you start doing things you used to do? Think about some of the things you used to do that made you feel good. Do you still do them? You know, um, coming home and actually having a conversation, you know, talking, not just saying, uh uh-huh, 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 while you're scrolling through, you know, social media. Just think about it. So I hope you do think about it and maybe you should try a digital detox challenge, you know, even for 30 days. Just notice your improvements, write them down, give it a shot. Once again, thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon.